Hey everyone, and welcome to episode one of Librarians Assemble. I'm your host, Josh Stone. Librarians Assemble is hopefully going to be a bi-weekly podcast about libraries and comics. More specifically, it's about librarians who are passionate about comics and how they use that passion in their field. I've been a lifelong comic fan and I've worked in libraries pretty much forever. As a librarian, I've seen the disparity in which comics and graphic novels have been treated, so one of my goals has always been to promote, encourage, facilitate, and all-around get comics into people's hands. Over the years, I realized I wasn't alone. I started finding and meeting more and more librarians and library staff with the same passion as mine. This podcast is a way for us to share our passion with others and hopefully spread the word that libraries are a great place for those that love comics and that libraries should be doing more to reach out to the comic book community. So every episode of Librarians Assemble is going to feature me talking a little bit about what I'm doing at my library, probably a lot of it about what I'm reading, and more importantly, we're going to be talking to other fellow comic book loving librarians. My guest today is Dave, the big librarian. He's from the Naranja branch of the Miami-Dade Public Library System. Dave is a big, big, big comic book fan and all-around cool dude, so definitely check out the interview. I would love for this to be a more interactive and collective experience, so please share your stories with us and join the conversation. You can find us on Twitter, we're at Assemble Podcast, or you can drop us an email at librariansassemble at gmail.com. Finally, please visit our website. We're at librariansassemble.com. There you'll find show notes, you'll find suggested titles, programming ideas for your library, and you'll also find more about our show. So without further ado, let's kick it to the theme song. Let's start by talking about some of the stuff I've been up to at my library. I work for a library with a mostly older crowd, an elderly clientele if you will, and it's not necessarily the key demographic for comics. So I've been trying to get comics into new hands, expand some people's horizons. My first step to do this was I recently hosted an intro to graphic novels program. There I gave a brief history of American comics and talked about their rise in popularity and how the tone of graphic novels, the themes of graphic novels, have, have definitely matured and expanded over the years. I also did some reader's advisory, which for those non-library people is basically just book recommendations. I talked about how there's a, a graphic novel for everyone. If you're into romance, there's romance graphic novels, so forth and so on. This program was a way of advertising and hopefully increasing interest in my upcoming graphic novel book discussion. So later this month, I'm going to be hosting a book discussion discussion about uh, graphic novel memoirs, which are some of my favorite types of comics. We'll be discussing books like Fun Home, Persepolis, Marbles. We'll also be talking about Blankets and Stitches. We're going to be discussing how the, the comic book medium allows these authors to be more personal, how the art allows you to delve deeper into her story than a normal prose-type memoir would allow you to do. I'd love for anyone who's listening to this to participate as well. If you feel like sharing your opinions on graphic memoirs, please hit us up on Twitter. Again, our Twitter handle is at AssemblePodcast. You can also send us an email here at librariansassemble at gmail.com.
All right, that leads us into what I'm reading now. Right now, I'm obviously reading all those graphic memoirs I just mentioned. Some of those are my all-time favorite books, like Persepolis and Fun Home especially. I just finished Blankets, and I'm moving on to Stitches next. For um, for the record, I've never actually read Blankets until now. I know that's a crime, and I'm sorry, but I fixed it. I read it now, guys, so put down your pitchforks. I have to say, it lived up to the hype. I liked it. I wish I would have read it when I was a little younger, though. I think it would have hit me in a different way. The same thing happened to me. I read um, Catcher in the Rye when I was younger, when I was in high school. And it hit me, and it grabbed me, and it got me way, way, way into literary fiction. And then I tried it again in like my mid-20s, and it had the opposite effect. I just didn't get it anymore. And it just didn't reach me anymore. So I feel like if I would have read Blankets when I was of the age when I was, you know, heading off to college and all that good stuff. I feel like it, it would have had a more profound effect, but alas, it was really good. I remember when it came out, it was really, really big with my, my with my library friends. They, they really liked it, especially. And, and I get it. I get why. What I liked most about this book, though, it's, it's your average coming of age story. Young high school boy falls in love you know, deals with how he was raised and, and how, you know, he's changing versus how his, you know, family life isn't changing. But it, it deals mostly with his relationship with his first girlfriend. And what I like most about it is how the art, which Craig Thompson's art for the most part is just your your very nicely done, very good looking comic book art, regular comic book art. But when he's dealing with a stressful situation or when he's dealing with, you know, just something that hits him the wrong way, the art becomes very, very surreal, very, um, very fantasy like. And I felt like that was was really powerful. It was a really good way to draw the reader in to his mind, if you will. You know, like you got to see inside his mind. And, you know, so, so something as mundane as, you know, just his first um, his first fight with his girlfriend or, or a memory of, you know, some adventure he went or some minor adventure he went on with his brother in your mind, in your memory. Some of these things are way, way bigger than they actually were. And so in a regular in a regular memoir, in a prose memoir, it's kind of hard to convey the the fantast the fantastical element of that of of our what our minds can do to the past but what Craig Thompson can do with his art is show you how very surreal how very magical these these past moments can be and i really really liked those i really liked how it would you know just instantly switch how you would have the very realistic art juxtaposed in the next panel with something as as surreal as you know like him falling through space or being slowly erased out of the panel because he felt like he couldn't be seen besides um besides all that the book the book is great for non you know non-graphic novel readers this is good for people who are just getting into comics it's very inviting it's very universal you know everyone can uh, you know relate to that kind of coming of age and what I like a lot about it is it's a great book recommendation for people who aren't into superhero stuff, people who don't really care about, you know, big, strong men and women with superpowers. They want, you know, like your, your normal book consumers will be more enticed by a comic book like that. And that's one of 
one of the things that strongly appeals to me, and that's why I added it to my graphic memoir um, book discussion. Besides um, Blankets, I've also been reading, or not been reading, I also just picked up issue one of Invader Zim. And I didn't realize how much I missed everybody. I missed the gang. I really did. I went to my LCS, which isn't really my local shop, but they've always been supportive of the different library programs I've done. They've donated prizes for a Game of Thrones trivia I've done recently. And so for that, they have my heart eternally and they have my wallet which is really the best part of for them and for me. So anyway, Zim, it's fantastic. It's, it's just the best. And as a side note, I can't remember the last time I've ever laughed out loud while reading something. I'm not a big laugh-out-loud person unless somebody's around to hear me laugh, which is kind of weird. But I laughed out loud for this comic. I, I just couldn't help it. And I think a lot of it has to do with you can hear the characters. You can hear... You know, for for all the Zim fans out there, at least you can you can hear the the their voices in your head while you're reading it. And one of the really cool things is in the opening credits of the book, they don't just list you know Jonan Vasquez and and Alex Alexovich as the artist. They also list the original voice actors. You know, they put them their names with their characters, which I thought was really fantastic. I thought that was really neat. And you know, like. It really draws you back into the cartoon. And speaking of the cartoon, it didn't miss a beat. It didn't. You, you just jump right back. You're there with Gaz and Professor Membrane, and it's, it's just great. Um, the art is great. Alex Alexovich does amazing art. He did one of my favorite series from a few years ago, Serenity Rose. So it was, it was cool seeing that art. Jonah Vasquez is, you know, a hilarious guy. As much as he wants everyone to think he hates Zim or, you know, as 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 crass as he can be on his Twitter about about Zim, you, he loves these characters and he still has a really good handle on them. And I wish he would never stop writing them on a more personal level. However, what I really love about this book is it's something for me and my stepdaughter to read together. Um, Invader Zim was one of the first things that we ever bonded over many, many years ago. I I you know, had the whole DVD collection and, and she watched it with me and we just, she got hooked. So getting to read it with her, you know, I picked up a copy for both of us because there were two different covers. So why shouldn't we get both? Right. So we picked up both copies and, you know, now we have all new quotes to drive my wife crazy with. We're just, you know, as soon as we were done reading it, we just started quoting lines from the, from the book and doing our worst, our best uh, impersonations of the characters they weren't good so this is a great book for all the zim fans out there if you're not a zim fan um shame on you um if you're not a zim fan though it's probably not the type of book to just pick up and, and go from it, it you re- relies heavily on you knowing the backstory of these characters um but if you are a Zim fan, like I said, it doesn't miss a beat. It picks up from the, like, it, it's got the TV show feel right away. And so do yourself a favor. If you haven't read this right now, pause me, take your headphones out, steer your car in the other direction, whatever, however you're listening, go to your local comic book shop and pick this up. And when you get back, after you read the comic, after you, you hit play again on me, hopefully you hit play again on me, 
please hit play again on me. Anyway, when you get back, we'll be talking to Dave from Miami. We're going to be talking about outreach through comics. We're going to be talking about different library programming centered around comics. And Dave is going to spend a a good chunk of the time trying to explain to me what the hell is going on with Marvel's newest Secret Wars. Okay, I'm here with Dave from the uh, Miami-Dade Public Library System. He works for the Naranja Branch Library. How are you doing today, Dave? Uh, good. And you, Josh? I'm doing well. Thanks for being my first guest on what I hope to be an at least all right podcast. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you being my first victim or guest or whatever they're calling it these days. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. So, I know you mostly from Twitter, and I know you're a big comic book fan. I've seen you at some of the comic book cons around town. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to have you on today. So thank you again. So tell us, what are some books you're reading right now, Dave? Well, right now, of course, I'm reading The Secret Wars and some of the spinoffs from there. Uh, I picked up, I'm trying to pick up uh, number two of uh, Attack on Titan. Okay. And then also, uh, I just picked up East of West. I'm on the first couple of pages. East of West. I'm not. I don't think I know that one. Which one's that one? That one. It's. I, I believe it's written by Jonathan Hickman. Oh, okay. And he's done quite a quite a bit of stuff yeah. for Marvel and DC. All right. And cool. it's kind of like a futuristic western kind of a thing. Very cool. Dystopian. Yeah. Yeah. My Marvel experience these days. I signed up. I I, I became a sucker and I signed up for their little Marvel Unlimited plan. So I'm yeah, like I'm living in the six months behind life. Like I'm just wait. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to hit the iPad and then I'll. Then I'll check them out. So tell me a little bit about Secret Wars. What's going on with Secret Wars? Well, it's imagine all the different parallel universes that are in uh, Marvel Universe. Okay. You know, there's the six one six continuum, which is normally what they consider the that's canon, right? That's their yeah, real the, world. Yeah, that's that's your basic Peter Parker, Spider Man. You know, your your Avengers, what, what you've grown up on. Mm-hmm. And then there's, I think it's. 1019 Earth 1019 which is considered the ultimate universe okay which is where you have the ultimates and you have uh, Miles Morales as Spider-Man and that's where they got uh, Nick Fury who, who's African American mm-hmm. and they have you know slight changes there and imagine all these different universes that they have comics for cut, taken out and put in one planet okay that sounds that sounds cool yeah so it's and my I, understanding that they're like they're trying to form one universe called like Battle World or something. Is that correct? Kind of. It's yeah. um. It, it, it's there. There was some cosmic events, and if you, I'm not sure. I I didn't read the the, the previous issues mm-hmm. that that led how how this all happened, but the the universes are smashing into each other, and there's literally a fight between these two planets. They're the uh, universes, Earth, as, as they're hitting into each other, and. They don't know what's going to happen. Okay. All of a sudden, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the maker or their version of Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. How he's you know in, you know he's the evil genius. Yeah. Which is the direct opposite of That's the 616, the, yeah. who does everything he can to help the future, and 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 save it. And they both realize they're so smart that they said that this is not going to work <clears> out. No matter how we how much we fight. These planets are not going to survive. So they each had life rafts, and they kind of drifted onto those 
to these life rafts, and all, as far as they know, they disappear for eight years, and the world is formed anew. Oh, okay. And I don't want to drop in too many spoilers, <laughs> but... Because I'll get to it in six months, so don't, yeah. don't, don't ruin it too much. But right. the, the the worlds, all the, all these worlds are formed. All, the, all these different... Uh, Parallel universes, continuums are reformed. So that's what they're publishing right now, right? Like these yeah. little one and two shots. Exactly, yeah. and it's formed in this new planet called Battle World. Oh, okay. So you have these different domains where it's um, one is rule. You know, one domain is uh, let's say sixteen oh two Marvel sixteen oh two. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Neil Gaiman did that back in the day, didn't he? Exactly, and yeah. they and they have you know some new shot off of that, uh, and each. Of these domains are are controlled by a different baron, and these barons report to somebody else who I'm not going to name because that's going to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil, no spoilers. <laughs> but there's so many different domains. There's a, a Age of Apocalypse domain. There's oh, a wow. House of M domain. There's, and it's all these versions of of, of the comics throughout the years are 2099. Oh, cool! I remember those. You know, there's a Armor Wars do- domain. There, I mean, there's just so many different domains all on this planet, and well, I've I've right. I've read uh, um, free comic book day. They gave out. Uh, yeah, I picked that one up. Yeah, so I, I got the like, that was the little prelude. Zero. Yeah, the issue zero. Yeah, yeah so that was. And I've read cool. one, two, and three. Okay. And I believe that, I think they're going up to number ten. Are they I going all the way ten? Ten okay. or twelve? One, one one of the one of those two. And <laughs> I know four is out. I have not yet picked that up, but right. I, I I'm planning. So you're enjoying it? It's, it's good. Yeah, it, it, it's For interesting. A big it's a type of event. It, yeah, it's because. Come, I, I believe they said October, September. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be from Marvel. Uh, what's called the all new, brand new Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's going to yeah, be all new, all that's going to be their new universe, and okay. whatever's left, and that's going to be that. Yeah, I was sold on that. I saw that. I saw Miles Morales was going to be leading the Avengers. I thought that was pretty cool. And then I saw that um, Spider Gwen was going to still be in like a parallel universe or something. Mm-hmm. So like, it started confusing me. I thought I thought they were trying to get away from. All the yeah. parallels, but I guess you can't. I mean, comics no, comics got to have parallels, right? I, I guess because I mean, I can understand why you want to get rid of that mm-hmm. from you know. Normally, all the you know their their, their film franchises yeah. have all been built off of their comic books, mm-hmm. and it's the the you live and die with your comic book fans. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're realizing that you That's know the comic the book fans, anymore, yeah, yeah we're, movies are so good now that we can just. You know, we can sell our comic books based off our movies. Mm-hmm. So, which is one of the reasons why um, you can see, like, you know, Nick Fury is African American, played by Sam Jackson, because yeah. they they base that his character on the Ultimate, on the Ultimates, yeah. and you know, there's there was this uh, crossover at one point where uh, Nick Fury asks uh, Ultimate Nick Fury asks Peter Parker, he's like, they have a they have a Nick Fury in your universe. And he's like, yeah, and well, you know, and he says, well, what's the difference between us? He's white. Yeah, it's it's just this. I mean, that's uh, the only difference. Yeah, and it's you know, would you if you could get Sam Jackson to 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 be your Nick Fury versus someone like David Hasselhoff, who would you rather have? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Sam Jackson on that exactly. one. Exactly, yeah. and it, it's just easier for 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 if you've seen the movies and you never read the comic books. Yeah, it's easier for comic book to say why is Nick why is Nick Fury white? I thought he was yeah. black. Yeah, you know what? Even as a long-time comic book reader, when I pick up, I was reading some of the old issues of like I think I think it was House of M or Civil War, whichever one it was. I was rereading. Nick Fury popped up, and he was white Nick Fury, and I was like, "Wait a second, 
I forgot all the I forgot all the other Nick Fury was white. So, you know, if I'm forgetting, then the general population and there's and there's even care. and I and I mean the 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 six one six the normal continuum had even tried to correct that mm-hmm. by saying, well, Nick Fury's dead or he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his son Nick Fury Jr. <laughs> is, is taking over. Fury and Nick Fury Jr. Is is this is his is the white Nick Fury son and uh, uh, an agent of Shield who happened to be African American. Oh, I see. So when you looked at him, he had still had a patch on his eye, just like his dad. <laughs> so the and so the eye loss was genetic then. Maybe so, so that's good. <laughs> well, maybe you can only be director of Shield if you lose maybe, yeah. uh, a, a, a you know an appendage or it's on or, the it's on the application. It's a prerequisite there. <laughs> so that's you know there. I understand why they would try and change things like that to, to suit, you know, a bigger audience that mm. maybe buy. Because I, I, I looked up uh, for actually for, for work, I submitted a, a, a proposal to my administration mm-hmm. to uh, to submit a proposal to the, the upcoming next year's FLA uh, annual conference. The oh, Florida awesome. Yeah, yeah, the FLA one, yeah. About uh, comic books in the library. And one of the things I looked at was the sales figures mm-hmm. based off the US census figures for books have been in decline while comic book sales have been skyrocketing yeah, yeah. going up uh, 50 uh, 50 or 60 million a year since 2012 very cool so that that should definitely attest to to people are picking up comic books again well that leads us into talking about comics in the library so thank you for that segue saved me some some effort there so um all right so you're you're trying to get to fla to do a conference which sounds awesome so hopefully i'll be there too um what are titles you like to recommend to people when they come into the library if you got like new comic readers what what kind of things do you like to well to usually recommend? usually i try and figure out uh what their what character they like okay usually you know you, you say something like avengers there's a bunch of characters in there. Do you mm-hmm. like Batman? You know, Superman. What who? What character do you like? And then from there, you can uh, I I can I can test. I can see you know more or less what we have available. What I'd have to order. You know what, what you know. Maybe they've read a few things you know a few years ago, but they haven't read anything you know mm-hmm. recently. Uh, I usually like to recommend. Uh, I'm not sure if you're on Reddit, but. There's the the comic book uh, subreddit yeah. that has a phenomenal uh, uh, reading list. Okay, that sounds and cool. I'm I'm not big on DC. Okay, yeah, I've I've had my comings and goings with DC myself. So. Yeah, I, I I'm just not crazy about Superman or Batman. Yeah, and I mean I do like uh, Hellblazer. Okay, that's cool. But not I, I just can't I just can't get into to Batman or, or Superman. So if somebody were to say those two characters, I'm kind of at a loss. Yeah. So you'd hit up that that little reading list on Reddit. But that yeah, absolutely. That reading list on Reddit is 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 spot on. Cool. Maybe I have I'll to give them, uh, give them uh, some credit for that. Yeah. They and, it, and there's there's so many things on there where you know say they 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 also have uh, they also break it down to a reading list for um, comic books. Without without superheroes. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's great too. That's how I at my library. That's how I've been trying to get because I work at a library with a um, more of an elderly population. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, whenever I try to push these things on these folks, I, you know, I go for more like the graphic novel memoirs. I go for more like the indie comics that are just more slice of life, less like 
Batman jumping off of buildings and stuff like that that they're really not that interested in. So that's cool that the subreddit has non-superhero titles there too. Yeah, all kinds of like sci-fi, you know, crime, uh, noir, horror, fantasy. Awesome. You know, they, they, they break it down to what you should read. That's awesome. It sounds like a program I just did at the library trying to introduce people to to uh, graphic novels and I talked a lot about, you know, whatever genre you like, you know, because graphic novels aren't aren't a genre, they're more of a medium. So mm-hmm. whatever whatever genre you like, there's a graphic novel for you. So, you know, I went over the horror and the noir stuff. So that's really cool. I sh- wish I would have known about that list before. <laughs> <laughs> Save me some some research. Um, so speaking of promoting, so what what are, you're planning your little uh, your little conference presentation, mm-hmm. which sounds awesome. What what do you do at the Miami Dade Library to promote comics? Do you do any programming there at, at your branch yeah. or around? Uh, we actually have a, a we the past two years for Free Comic Book Day, mm-hmm. which is the first Saturday in May, mm-hmm. where comic book shops throughout North America give out free comics just for showing up. Um, we work with a local shop in Miami. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, Max Comics and Collectibles. All right, and everybody they, check them out. Yeah, they're 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 a great shop, uh, family owned. Uh, they they end up uh, giving us uh, I want to say I don't, I'm not sure the exact number, but it's close to 700 plus free comic books oh, wow. that that we do a, a a free comic book week leading up to that Saturday. That's awesome. So the past two weeks, you know, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the past two years mm-hmm. we've been we we give out free comic books in the library just for showing up and i have seen i know for us at least that they are and these are comic books that are maybe you know a month old mm-hmm. two months old and if somebody reads it and they say oh man this is a really good story we might actually have the trade like paperback yeah. and and we can you know they can go back and read previous uh you know storylines and Oh, you like this one? We'll try this one. This was written by the same the same writer. This was inked by the you know the same inker. You know, that's and a really can, good program. That's a really good idea. And it's uh, I know the last two years were out of our forty nine libraries in in, in Miami Dade County. I believe it was thirty thirty libraries participated. Oh, sweet. And all that I've heard is that more libraries want to participate. Yeah, I want to get my library involved in this now too. Yeah, so, the, so. The, the the next I heard is that. Um, because we just went to, I just uh, attended uh, the Florida Supercon here yeah. in Miami Beach, mm-hmm. and I ran into the owner at the at the convention because they had a booth, mm-hmm. and they were thinking about wanting to know if we would want to work again with them, but instead of doing uh, during during May, do it during Halloween. Oh, okay. Because I'm not sure how you guys have it at your library. You said a lot of uh, elderly, yeah. but at, at my library, we have, well, in the library system I work for, there's lots and lots of kids, yeah. and it's depending on what what neighborhood you're in mm-hmm. they will come to the to our library on halloween and oh. you know trick-or-treat but we can't you know can't really due to county so, county yeah. policies we can't give out uh, any food or drink yeah but uh comic books we can definitely do something like that so we're in the process of uh of, of setting that up for halloween that sounds like a great program yeah give yeah, out might, give out something free might talk to the powers that be i don't know if that'd go over at my particular branch but i bet it, there's some branches in my county that would that would really dig that yeah, and if and you promote it, you know, then the kids know to go there. Like, they might not know, you know, for my particular area, they might not know to go there at all. But if we're saying, hey, come get some comic books for Halloween, they might show up. Exactly. Are you going to put a caveat on that, that they have to be in costume to get some, some comics? Uh, or no. just comics for everyone? I think usually, uh, that's usually what, what we ask is that they have a library card. Okay. And it's kind of a, you know, library card drive slash, you know, giveaway. Yeah. 
So, so we, you know, we can we can build up our numbers because once they come in, they, you know, it, it's a way to get people who who would never come in. Yeah. And to say, oh wow, they have that. I didn't I didn't know you have that. <clears throat> oh, you have more. Oh, we can check the yeah, can check yeah. these things I mean, out. These are these are free. I can take these with me right now. Oh, and and, <laughs> and you have other things we can do. Yeah. Oh, DVD. Oh, these program. Oh, wow, this is great. Yeah. And you get these people coming back that, you know, never would have thought of coming in because they just. You know, in their mind, they had this antiquated idea of, of what, of what the libraries are, yeah. are yeah. and what they do. And you know, we can we can break through that. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So another good. Oh, no, yeah. Another thing that, that we're doing is uh, um, I'm not sure if, if you guys are part of the the collaborative summer collaborative summer reading program. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And this year's theme is superheroes. Yeah. Every so hero we, has a story. Exactly. And uh, we have on our. Uh, at my library, every Saturday we have a craft mm -hmm. that we do, and they're all superhero themed. Oh, great! And it's it's really great to see. You know, I think one one week we did uh, uh, Captain America shields oh, cool. out of out of you know uh, paper plates. <laughs> That's awesome. And just seeing all the kids, you know, start running around, throwing, you know, going outside <laughs> and throwing their their plates their at plates, each other. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they kind of wish they came back to them like in the movie, but yeah. well, they they were, were still happy with that. <laughs> that's cool. That's really awesome. And is that a family program, a kids only program? Is that a, like it, 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 it's mainly kids? Yeah. But uh, you could, I mean, I've seen uh, um, like ages six to to thirteen. But then I've seen older kids with the with the family, you know, older teenagers, you know, participate and they and they end up liking it too. That's good. They go in reluctantly and they end up, you know. <laughs> yeah, they drag. They're being dragged in. Yeah, and by the time they're they're done, they they wish they had been there more. Yeah, that's awesome. So you mentioned the um, Florida SuperCon, which just passed mm -hmm. down here in South Florida not too long ago in Miami. It's been going on for many years now. Um, the first time I ever saw that the Miami Dade Library was doing stuff with comics was at Florida SuperCon. You guys had a, a booth there not too long ago. So tell us about about that. Do you guys still go? Do you? Uh, yeah, we're hoping this this. This past year, we we didn't attend. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't reach out early enough to to get a booth, mm -hmm. um, as they are sympathetic to to the libraries and, yeah. and, and our cause. Um, we did it. Uh, I want to say it was last year's, uh, 2014's. Uh, we, we were at SuperCon, mm -hmm. the Florida SuperCon, and we had reached out as somebody was a friend of somebody who mm -hmm. was friends of someone else, and they said, "Yeah, of course, the libraries want to come. Yeah." You guys do a great job. Yeah, you guys need help because that's we were starting. Yeah, we were you just, guys were having some funding issues. Yeah, we were just year, right? coming out of that cave. Yeah. we were almost out of that out of that 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 mess. And the one of the most important things you can do is to do outreach, is to let people know that you're out there. Mm -hmm. So, um, that, and it was also last year was the first year that the Florida SuperCon was in Miami Beach. It was mm -hmm. in the Miami Beach uh, yeah, Convention they, Center. Yeah, moved down to yeah. Which is a lot bigger. Oh my God! Yeah. Than than they you know than, than with the original sp the space and coincidentally at the time I worked I was also working in a library in Miami Beach at the South Shore branch, oh, okay. which is maybe you know it's under two miles away. That's awesome. But it was just a a, a perfect workout that you know the 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 powers that be at, at, at my in my library system know that I am a, a comic book fan mm -hmm. and they. And the guy that that, that that set it up, you know, was, as we're friends, and we're, you know, he's in my fantasy football league, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it just, we, you know, we we got through to it, and we, we, you know, it was it was a lot of moving parts, and when it came together, it worked out 
great. There was a somebody who had donated to a, a library in Coral Gables. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say it was something like two thousand uh, comic books. Are you serious? Wow! Why is and nobody? If, if you're listening and you're in my district, that would be a great donation for my library. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and we, you know, it was boxes upon boxes uh-huh. upon boxes. And the and, and they're not you know in in, in, in long boxes. These yeah. are just you know just moving boxes. Yeah. And they they brought those there, unbeknownst to me. And that's what you know we were giving those out. You come by, talk to us. That's you awesome. want to sign up for our for our email blast? Mm-hmm. Get a free comic book. That's awesome. And some of these. What things, a drive, man! That's an awesome drive. I kid you not. I, I and I think they told me it was a guy who used to own a comic book shop, you know, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and then he went out of business, and he was talking with somebody and. At the library, and he just decided to, to, to donate them. I mean, I kid you not. When there were like, uh, we gave out one. It was like, there were so many number one issues. Spider-Man 2099, number one. Oh bag, wow. bag and boarded. Oh nice. And they, were they all bag and boarded? Just. Yep. Oh my god. The, there was a complete run of uh, the Nam. Oh yeah. Jeez. I mean these. The, yeah, it was just like I kind of tore at my heart to like break up a you know a collection series, like that. Yeah. But. People were, were thrilled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great I, it's a great drive. I bet I bet you had to fight the the part of you that's like I could just I could just take these. <laughs> I, I could just have them, right? Like these are mine now. <laughs> yes, but it, no, it that sounds nice. like an awesome an awesome outreach program, right there. And then we and we also again, Max uh, Comics and Collectibles had mm-hmm. donated uh, at least ten at least ten uh, trade uh, paperbacks of you know essential Fantastic Four essential. Uh, Spider-Man, Sweet. big, very, very good uh, trade uh, trade paperbacks, mm-hmm. and we raffled those off. Oh, that's cool! So you sign up. Not only do you get a, a free comic book, we got a gave him a raffle ticket, and we did raffle off, and and we did uh, give out. So was this winners. this raffle? Was this so? This was at the Florida SuperCon. The raffle was this raffle. The raffle, the, the the winner. Well, the winners were picked after the the the, the convention. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, how and, did you make that announcement in that gigantic space? Yeah. Yeah, there was no way we yeah we, we we knew that we could do it there. So the raffle took place after the convention. Okay. And then we because it's a way we, to get people back to your so building many, too. Exactly. Yeah. And they could pick up their 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 uh, prizes at the live at their nearest library. Oh, that's and awesome. it it worked out great. Um, I know that the Max Comics and Collectibles said that they got, um, you know, more people showed up to their to their events, you know, right after mm-hmm. our you know our events. Yeah. And it, it it just it's just a great opportunity. The other thing that we did. While while we were there, I went with another librarian, mm-hmm. um, and we hit up. I you know I, I the one night one idea I wanted to do was, you know, free promotion for the libraries. Mm-hmm. It's to get people thinking about libraries that don't think about it yeah. or haven't thought about it in a while. That either say I have Netflix, I don't need to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a Kindle, I don't need to go. Yeah. It's it's to say that we're we're still here. We have other things that you're not aware about. We're a community and, space too, you know. Like we, you can come hang out, can come do anything. Like you said, the craft programs, all these things are going on at libraries now. Exactly, and I wanted, uh, you know, I said with the power of social media, mm-hmm. why not use that and and get out there? So I said I, I came up with an idea of maybe like make a, a like a cardboard cutout kind of a thing from our graphics department because we have a phenomenal graphics department. Yeah, and maybe you could make it like a superhero and let and, and have it uh, the face open and let people put their their heads there. Oh, that's cool. And they they, they, they they liked the idea, but they ended up doing something a slightly different mm-hmm. where they made these these huge like I want to say like four foot five foot cutouts. Yeah. 
where people could come and take pictures with them. Yeah, that's what we're you doing. Know? Yeah, we um, we have a small convention down here, or it's up here for you in, in Palm Beach <laughs> County. Um, we have a smaller convention called PalmCon. And the dude who runs that has been super, super nice to the libraries in Palm Beach County. He gives us some space. So we've been going since, I mean, his con started in a tiny little Finnish American, like, club and has grown now to the Palm Beach Convention Center. They've moved from, like, an afternoon to a full day to now it's two full days. So that's really cool. And we've been there from the beginning. And so this year, you know, the past couple years I've been arranging for our library to be there. And so this year, yeah, that's what we're doing. Our community relations department for summer reading made um, our mascot is an owl named Dewey because why not, right? Yeah. So we made uh, we made cardboard cutouts for Super Dewey. So I'm gonna when summer reading's over, I'm gonna steal one from my library and take it with us to our booth, so kids can take selfies with Super Dewey and whatnot. Exactly. And then the other thing we did is uh, we, I want to say probably for the first. I've been working for the Miami-Dade Public Library System for this Halloween will be my 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 ten year anniversary. Nice. You started on and, Halloween. Yeah. What a time to start. <laughs> and it was and it was funny because when I started, it was right after Hurricane uh, Wilma. Oh God. And it was right after Hurricane and Wilma was right after Hurricane Katrina. It yeah. was that year we had two hurricanes yeah, go straight through, straight uh, through Miami. Yeah. So you know we were out probably for that month of October. I was out, I was without power for a good three weeks yeah i hear you man out of, wilma out of, out of that, our power for a long time too yeah and uh when wilma you know wilma came through and that happened to be the first day that the curfew was lifted oh okay in dade county because there was a uh, curfew yeah. was put in place and they happened out of one of my best friends was working at the library and they said hey you know he still hasn't started yet can he start and it just happened to be the day it would just <laughs> happen to be halloween oh wow that's cool so there's that it's an easy day to remember yeah absolutely know. yeah but we uh the other thing we did is probably the most of my career we've had you know one library card that you could choose from mm-hmm. you know they change it maybe every once every 10 15 years yeah maybe even longer the one design right yeah probably i would say four years ago mm-hmm. they changed that maybe three years ago okay they changed it and it now has uh there's now seven eight different designs oh wow that you can get. So they're like the Florida license plates now. You can have exactly. whatever you want. Pretty much, exactly. There's, I mean, there's, there's, there's all different kinds. There's some, you know, kids will, kids will. There, I mean, it's great. And when we run out, people do get upset. They're like, oh yeah. man. So what kind I of wanted, designs do you have on you? Had any like? Uh, there's one. There's a there's a a, a, a beach theme oh, okay. of of like sandals. There's one of a. a and that's usually for 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 teens. Mm-hmm. There's one um, of te- for teens that that's uh, dancing. A bunch of people dancing. Okay. Uh, there's a pirate one for for you know, little boys <laughs> and girls. And there's a, a princess one. There's our basic one that we had. There's an updated logo that we have. Um, so which kind do you have? Let that let that's the real question. What does Dave carry in his wallet? What I, design do you? I have? actually. You know what? I don't have my wallet on me, and I forgot which design I have. <laughs> For shame, but I will Dave. tell you, the no, I do remember my number. Because <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you, you got to know that. I went through and found the easiest number to remember. Absolutely. Other than the first, you know, four or five identifying numbers of yeah. the library system, it's only it's like zero 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 seven zero 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 three. Yeah. That is so easy to remember. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the perks of being a library employee. You get to pick the easy to remember numbers. 
And I went through, you know, when those cards came out, and I went through, and I said, let me find the first, I first need, couple. Yeah, I need to and I said, something. oh, this is so good. <laughs> That's awesome. This is now mine. But we took, you know, I asked them to um, blow up some of the cards, mm -hmm. and they put them on, on poster board, on that thick poster board. Okay. And they are, I want to say they're maybe like two and a half, three feet uh, long mm -hmm. by three or four, uh, by, you know, they're irregular three, four dimensions. Yeah. And... We, it, you know, they look just like our, our library cards. Except so gigantic. We, exactly. <laughs> so we take them up, and we went through to some of the uh, the people there, mm -hmm. and uh, um, to some of the, the attending uh, guests, and we had them take pictures with it. Oh, that's awesome. So, so we started with 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 the people in co with all the cosplayers, yeah. and they and they liked it. And they said, "Oh, take, uh, let me take a picture, you know, with, with our phone, with our with our phone." Mm -hmm. Sure, no problem. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, and knowing that they would post a picture, oh, yeah, with the library card, people would see it. And then we even then I said, "Well, why are we not asking any of the celebrities?" Yeah, that's awesome. So we went up through, and when we got, uh, I I can't forget his name. He does. He's the puppeteer, and he does the voice of Big Bird. On oh Sesame god! Street. Yeah, I don't remember his name now. I'm, um, I'm sorry, PBS. I'm sorry I let you down. <laughs> you know, he he he. You know, he, he was there with his wife, and they and he's like, "Yeah, we love libraries. We love learning." Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. We, you know. I think he's contractually obligated to say that, though. But that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he probably goes home, doesn't own any books. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see another book. <laughs> we went up to a uh, 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 Michelle uh, Michelle Nichols oh, from. Okay. Uh, uh, Star Trek, mm -hmm. the original series, yeah. and I, I walked up to her and I asked her if she would want to take a picture, and she gave me this face of like, "What am I trying to sell her?" Yeah. And she ended up saying, "You know," when I told her, "You know," I was for the library and I had my county ID plus the vendor ID. She mm -hmm. she said, "Absolutely, I love libraries. That's awesome. You know, anything I can do to help you." That's awesome. That's that's that. Yeah, that was. And that that's was awesome. yeah, that's one of the things I like about going to the con too. You know, like the Palm Con is a like so much smaller. But, you know, we don't, you know, get the big celebrities, but we get so many kids and so many adults and so many exactly. families in costume. And so that's, yeah, the, ever since I started, you know, organizing it, that's what I've been doing. I don't have the gigantic cards, but I go with like, you know, dummy cards, dummy library cards that we have. And I have the people in costumes and the families and, you know, like, you know, any minor celebrities you do have, that's something we were doing too. We were taking their pictures and then I'd send them off to our 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 people in community relations and advertising and they would post them up on our facebook account and and instagram and all that good stuff and then like you like you mentioned too so many people will be like oh that's so cool about libraries i'm gonna post this on my page and then you get new new friends you get it just spreads like yeah small like, wildfire like, a, <laughs> like the one that, that we got through we got a uh, uh brian o'halloran that he was in the clerks movies mm -hmm. and mall yeah. rats awesome guy. uh we also got the the one that i was I, it was so awesome to do it was uh Jason Momoa. Oh god, yeah. Uh Call Drago, oh, yeah, Call. uh Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Soon and, to be Aquaman. And you know, when you get to these things, the bigger the celebrity, the harder it is to get, get right up there yeah. and talk to him. There's, you know, there might be there's attendance there, maybe security. Oh, they got the um, handlers too and then like, all the handlers, oh uh, assistants, maybe even an, an agent. Mm -hmm. And because we were in Miami Beach, his agent was actually there and I walked up and I said, you know, I, they said, "Oh, direct your question to this lady." And she's like, "Come back in 15 minutes." And I'm thinking, "Oh, you're going to brush me off." Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to come back and, you know, and she said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, from the libraries." And she goes, "You know, just so you know, Jason loves 
libraries. He loves these places. Oh wow! And I'm like, okay. okay. So they usher me into this this room. Mm-hmm. There's this you know long snaking line, mm-hmm. serpentine line uh, going out, and they they usher me uh, around this line into this back door. This cur- and they open this curtain, and he's there posing, and everyone's just lining up. And he goes, you know, the his agent comes in, yells at somebody, says, "Hold up the line for for a few minutes." Um, and I give him the card, and he looks at me. He's like, "Oh, you want to jump in the picture too?" You know, and and, and the photographer's there ready. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." How, how many pictures do you want? And I'm thinking, like, you guys are just gonna give me all these free pictures, all these yeah, professional yeah. pictures. These, the, these I, pictures you guys are selling for like a good penny. I was like, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, I'll just take it on my phone. Yeah, I'll just take it on my iPhone. That's cool. And the photographer's like, yeah, I'll take a break. It's fine with me. That's and awesome. So when he looks, and so when he looks at, it, he's like, library card. This is a big library card. And I said, it's for a good cause. And he's like, you're absolutely right. So he starts posing for it and he's dancing and, you know, just, and then posting that and, and then seeing our library post it and see people like, oh my God, he likes our library. It's, it's called great. Drogo. Call Drogo goes to the library. That's it's awesome. just, you know, it's just, you get this, this idea of like, and everyone you talk to, it's like, man, all these celebrities, you say, yeah, when I was growing up, that was the only place I could go to, 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 to check out a video because yeah. I couldn't afford God, I going here. Stories, I couldn't I afford and it's just, yeah, it just, it, part of it feels good to hear that. Mm-hmm. To know that there are people who are going to grow up and remember the stuff that you've been doing for, you know, it's just, it's just exactly. I love that. I just love that stuff so much. Exactly. So definitely conventions are, are, are the way to go. It's one of the best outreach opportunities mm-hmm. that we right. can do. And it's such a, a an untapped uh, demographic. Yeah. People who would normally say, "Hey, yeah, we we can come to your library. We'll go there. We're 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 down to do these type of things." Mm-hmm. We had our Miami Beach Regional Library even had our own convention. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of libraries are doing that now. It's really cool. I I, I love when I see on Twitter and and Instagram of you know just small libraries, small libraries like in the middle of the country having their own little not at Comic Con event or something like yeah. that. And it's you know all these little kids in costumes and stuff. It's just it's great. I love it. So why? And speaking of you know kids in costumes and library and comics and libraries, why why do you think it's important for libraries to carry graphic novels? Um, it's important because it's from 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 a from a literacy standpoint, mm-hmm. from a, a reader's uh, advisory standpoint, it's a good way to to connect to a reluctant reader. Yeah, I, I I'm a perfect example of this. I did not like reading. As a child, I would do my homework if I had to. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just read the bare minimum. I could not get interested in Shiloh or any of those <laughs> books where, yeah. where the Redfern grows. That did not interest interest me at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, uh, coming home, my family, um, most of the people in my family are big readers. Yeah. You know, my my mother is a uh, you know she has her PhD and and in education and she's a big reader. All she wants to do is read. My brother, with you know, who's ten years older than me, mm-hmm. would challenge me to reading contests <laughs> and obviously destroy me. Yeah, it seems like an unfair contest. But what are you going to do when you're the older brother, right? You got to take exactly. advantage of what you can. Yeah, and I would, and I'm, and I'm telling you, I would just read. I would just read, and and I I, I wouldn't like it mm-hmm. until one day he said. You know, he he left me a box of his uh, uh, his his comic books because mm-hmm. I must have been like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and he was moving out, and I I got into it huge, and he's like, you you like these? And I said, absolutely, I love this, mm-hmm. and it just for me, it just opened up a whole new world. So what was 
so in this in this box of golden literacy treasure, what were some of the superheroes or some of the books in there that like really grabbed young Dave's attention? <laughs> the Punisher. <laughs> the Punisher. Yeah, young Dave. I just love the way he shoots people. You know, yeah. like he just goes for it. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh my God, Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's a those name I've heard a long time. Yeah, those are. That's what he had. I yeah. mean, cause, you know, this is. If you're, you know, 90s, an eight, you're 19, yeah. you know, if you're an 18 or 19 year old, you what would you like? You wouldn't yeah. want, you know, nah, you you know Golden Boy, you know, Superman. <laughs> say, let me go for something a little bit darker. Mm. That's what I got. That's awesome. That's, that, and that was passed on to me. And then he started fun- funneling me more and more and more. That's cool. It, so you had a pusher. You had a comic pusher. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he, he hooked me good. Yeah. So now you're going into the libraries pushing him on other little children. Yeah. That's awesome, man. We got like, to keep this circle going. Yeah. So, you know, between the cons and between doing reader's advisory and stuff like that, do you ever get any pushback from other librarians or parents or other patrons about comic books in libraries or anything um, like that? you ever get any negativity? I would, I would say... I don't want to name them. No, you don't have to give any originally, names. Originally, when I when when I got to to a librarian, so I started out as a part time page, mm-hmm. and worked my way up from all the way up to a, to a librarian now. Um, whenever I would talk about comic books, I kind of got this negative, a little pushback. Mm-hmm. But I would say there was, it was probably after, when. I know for a few years I had been trying to push comic books into into a, do a comic book program, mm-hmm. and I would say probably since 2009 2010, when when the Marvel Universe started getting its its act together, yeah, and and these you know multi you know hundred million dollar films were you know what they were grossing, mm-hmm. that everybody said you know let's start doing that, then then what I was saying started making more sense to 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 certain individuals in my library system mm-hmm. and to the point now where it's like yeah it, it's it's definitely the thing to do it, it, you know it's for some odd reason you know we're every library is into storytelling yeah but for some reason telling the story you know storytelling about superheroes was never a big thing yeah it was it was kind of frowned upon for a long time i remember those days i started exactly. as, a, as a student page and made pretty much the same journey and yeah, I remember. I just just seeing the change over the past ten, fifteen years is is amazing. To the point where you know the summer reading program, it's the big. collaborative summer reading program, is all about th- superheroes. Pretty much throughout the whole country yeah. is about superheroes. Yeah. And now it's you know why haven't we been doing this? Yeah, what? and it's kind of like, well, don't look at me. Yeah, you could have. You know, there's a bunch of us librarians over here who've been saying it for years, but you know, you know, I'm glad you guys have caught up. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there's there's been a push from uh, from the public yeah. because usually the the people that would that would that would push back would be parents. Yeah, and I've, gotten I a lot, I've gotten a lot of parents who like turn their nose when I try to give their kids a graphic novel and just like you said, you gotta let them know this is probably gonna get them hooked on reading. Like for me, it's been the opposite. It's been the parents oh, really? coming in and asking for it. That's awesome. And it usually starts in the beginning of the school year mm-hmm. because one of the assignments I know during um, during Halloween is um, if you want to dress up for Halloween in, in, in Dade County schools, a lot of them you have to uh, bring a book about your – you have to read a book about your whoever you're going to dress up as. Yeah, okay. That's and, a good program. And this, they parents come in and they get upset. You don't have any more Superman books? <laughs> You don't have any more Batman books? And it's like, sorry, everyone else already came yeah, in and everyone, got them. You're gonna be a hundred Batmans out there. 
You know, we can we can we can order it from another library, but we don't have it right now. And even to an extent that um, and I saw, I spoke to him yesterday. There's a, a a patron who comes in with his young son, mm-hmm. and he and and we come in, and somebody when I had just got to, to to my current library, somebody had said that he he also likes um, comic books, and you know, and I said, oh yeah, well, so what are you reading? And he's more of a DC guy. Mm-hmm. And we always have these interesting discussions because, you know, if you're a mainly DC guy trying to convince me to come over, I'm a mainly Marvel guy. Yeah, convince it's a you. lot of pushback. Yeah, there's a, there's yeah, a lot there's, of give and take there. You know, but for but he comes in and 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 he brings in his uh, I say his son's got to be four years old, mm-hmm. and he's like, what do you think? You know, I could give my son that would be you know age appropriate, and there are quite a few. You know, you can start him. You can start him um, when he gets a little bit older. Yeah. Things like uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. Which is all. Which is more dialogue than comics. Yeah. But it is a lot of, a lot of drama, comic yeah. book and comics uh, influence that, that gets pulled in there. Yeah. But yeah, DC does a lot of those. Like they make a lot of little, little comics for kids. Yeah. Like I don't really know what that line is called. I can see them in my head, but I. You know, well, there's like, also a, a Marvel one as well. Yeah, where they, yeah, they redo um, yeah. old, old like, you know, comics from like the '60s and '70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they were under the comic book code. Yeah, and when everything was nicer and yeah, old, more wholesome. And 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 they redraw them because mm-hmm. the animation, that that kind of that art would not appeal to an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old. Yeah, but they but the stories are still the same, mm-hmm. exactly, almost verbatim the same. Yeah, and they redraw them. And they and I, I do know they mark them as uh, you know these mass paperbacks. That's cool. And I can't think of the the yeah. There's there's maybe a, like Marvel Adventures or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that might be it. Adventures. Yeah, that sound that sounds familiar. Let's say that's what it is. We just <laughs> if not Marvel can have it. They can have it. It's just theirs. <laughs> the librarians have spoken. The, you know it's it is what it is now. We've cataloged it. It's done. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to say about comics before we wrap this up? Just go out and pick up as much as you can. Just keep reading. Absolutely. All right. So before we get out of here, plug your stuff. I know you have a podcast. Where can we find your podcast? Tell us a little bit about it. Um, I'm I'm a host of a of a podcast. It's called Beer Bros and BS. All right. I sit around with a bunch of friends. We um, we review craft beer. We talk about any any type of BS that's going around. <laughs> um, we we actually got at this last uh, Florida Supercon. We got uh, name drops for a pod- podcast from uh, Jay Muse. Oh no way! That's uh, awesome. Uh, Brett Dalton, okay, also known as uh, Agent Ward Agent from Agents of Shield. Uh-huh. Um, the terrible Agent Ward. <laughs> I stand with Ward. Yeah, well, now you have to. <laughs> I, I stand with Ward. And then um, Eddie McClintock of Warehouse Thirteen. Okay, that's cool. And also Brian O'Halloran. Oh wow! Of of, of the clerks the and at yeah. you ask you series movies and uh, you know we 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 definitely have a comic book influence there. Mm-hmm. Just about everybody there is is big in that group is big on comic books to one level or, or the next. Um, and then we will be going out to different breweries and and talking with the with different uh, brewers because we do have a lot of friends and a lot of connections in that industry down here in South Florida. Okay. So you can always check us out there, and we're gonna have all types of guests coming on from just friends that that, that want to uh, shoot the breeze with us, awesome. or actual you know master brewers or uh, comic book and TV uh, uh, 
stars. That and sounds awesome. So you can find us. We're on we're online at uh, beardbrosbs.com. That has everything there. Uh, our podcast is on SoundCloud and iTunes. And I forget the Android equivalent to the iTunes podcast, but I do know it's on there. Mm. Or you can just uh, download the SoundCloud app. Exactly. Uh, we're all in all social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Beer Bros BS. Untapped, where you can see us rank our beers, oh, that's which cool. is a, a social media uh, platform for, for craft beer and just beer in general. Okay. And then you can find me on everything, all, all social media, as uh, at the big librarian. And I also do contribute to a, to a website. Uh, we, were, we were rated by the Miami New Times as the best music blog. Oh, cool. What's the name of that one? It's toughgnarl.com. T-U-F-F-G-N-A-R-L.com. Cool. We write much more than about music. Mm-hmm. I usually write about comic books and uh, and beer. Awesome. But do a, a few music things here and there. There's tons of stuff always, always going on. Um, and that's it. All right. Thank you so much. Everybody go check out that stuff. Tough Gnarl sounds awesome. Dave, thank you so much for being our inaugural guest. I hope it, it went well for everybody. And I hope <laughs> there was a lot less me and more more Dave in here. So thank you so awesome. much. Thank you so much. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back soon. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Bye. it for episode one thank you so much for listening one down hopefully a bunch more to go next time we'll be keeping it in south florida as my guest will be aramis who is the head of the children's department at the acreage branch part of palm beach part of the palm beach county library system if you're a librarian and i'm using that term like a patron would not like the ala would i don't i don't care about no piece of paper and you'd like to be on my show drop me a line at librariansassemble at gmail.com you can also share your stories and, and book recommendations using Twitter. Again, our Twitter handle is at Assemble Podcast. Or you could just send me an email and I'll put it on Twitter. I would like to share stories and recommendations on the show, so please send them in. And don't forget, please visit the website, librariansassemble.com, for more info and to download our shows. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes. That would be a really cool thing to do. The music in the show was done by Gumble and is used under the Creative Commons license. I hope you all enjoyed the first show. I look forward to talking to you all again in two weeks. Till then, take care.